Sisters in the Shadows is in aid of Nordif Robbins. Nordif Robbins is the largest independent music therapy charity in the UK, dedicated to enriching the lives of people affected by life-limiting illnesses, isolation or disability. Their music therapists are expertly trained to tune into each movement, reaction and expression of the individuals they work with to discover how music can enrich their lives. They are absolutely brilliant. But they receive no government funding and so rely on the generosity of their supporters. Charities like Nordif Robbins are really struggling these days and need your help more than ever. As a musician and a music lover, I know firsthand of the healing powers of music. It can lift your spirits, unite people and touch your heart in ways nothing else can. And the amazing therapists at Nordif Robbins use that power to help some of the most vulnerable people in society. If you love music and care about people, and I know you do, I ask you as a proud ambassador of Nordif Robbins Music Therapy Charity to help support their important work today. Just go to nordof-robbins.org.uk to find out more. That's nordof-robbins.org.uk. Welcome to Sisters in the Shadows, Women in Blues and Jazz. I'm Cherise Adams-Burner and I'm sitting in for the amazing Colette Cooper for a couple of shows. It was a pleasure to have been a guest on the show myself and I was really honoured when Colette asked me to sit in for her while she's rehearsing for her one-woman show about Janis Joplin. How awesome does that sound? As you know, this podcast is all about the incredible contribution women have made to the blues and jazz since day one. And today's show is dedicated to the jazz guitarist Emily Remler. was born in Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey in 1957. She started playing guitar at the age of 10 and listened to ace heroes like Jimi Hendrix before moving on to the jazz greats like Charlie Christian and Wes Montgomery. She moved to New Orleans and began her career as a jazz guitarist playing in the city's clubs, earning praise from Herb Ellis who called her the new superstar of the guitar. She released her first album, Firefly, in 1981 to rave reviews and in 1985 won Downbeat Magazine's Guitarist of the Year Award. She had a brilliant, though brief, career and sadly addiction ravished her personal life. She died of heart failure at the age of 32 
in 1990. When asked how she would like to be remembered, she said, good compositions, memorable guitar playing, and my contribution as a woman in music. But the music is everything, and it has nothing to do with the politics or the women's liberation movement. My guest today, I am so excited about it. <laughs> My guest today is an immensely talented guitarist, Sonia Conat. Sonia is originally from France, and now she's setting London's scene on fire. Like me, she came up through the scene in Tomorrow's Warriors. And I started our chat by asking how she found jazz. I guess at first, because I was, I'd grown up in France, as you know, and as you can probably hear, and I guess gypsy jazz is like a big thing in France. So it's, you probably know that type of jazz kind of, uh, yeah, just gypsy jazz. So yeah. I guess I got into knowing some, the first like songs, uh, jazz songs that I heard of were probably because some people around me were playing that style of music. And then I guess I was curious and I started to um, kind of try to find out where was that, where, where did it come from? And like uh, got into kind of American jazz more than um, gypsy jazz. And I guess I just started to listen to like old school stuff like Ella Fitzgerald, Billie Holiday. Um, and yeah, that was probably about, I don't know, 15 years ago, something like that. You see, this is where it's dangerous because so many questions came into my head because I am so curious <laughs> about um, gypsy jazz in France and that whole culture. I only really know mainly about Django Reinhardt mm -hmm. and his contribution to the legacy. Uh, but there is a huge gypsy jazz scene that is um, beautiful. I've, I've, there's a particular city or town in, is in, the, in the south of France, I believe, that is known for um, this culture could correct me if I'm wrong but is there a particular like location is it in Aix or somewhere like that mm, you know what I got no idea actually mm. <laughs> for me it's just like <laughs> it's all over the place really because yeah you, you you might have like a city that is um yeah with like a bigger scene than other but I'm I'm not I'm not quite sure I don't really know and which city are you from well it's a really small city called Annecy uh, it's like um, in the east of France, quite close to Switzerland. Okay. Okay, cool. And was it at home? And in, in you said that you had um, musicians playing this music around you. Was that in your family or family friends or at school? Um, yeah, I had some friends, definitely. And also um, my stepfather was well he still is um violin player and he was playing um lots of stuff but like jazz and gypsy jazz especially so mm -hmm. when i was about like uh, between 13 and 15 i used to hear him like practicing and just jamming with some other musicians so it was like really inspiring 
gosh, to have that in the house. So it just seeps in and becomes a part of you. That makes complete sense because I'm going to talk you up a bit here. You are such an amazing guitarist on you like seriously <laughs> one day you just appeared in the rehearsal room <laughs> and I was like who she could play she could play it's really good but I couldn't go up there and <laughs> I knew I would have completely embarrassed you if I started <laughs> just watching you play and saying all that but you are absolutely amazing um well, and it's been a pleasure to play with you what was it that made you think oh all good all good um what made you think guitar is for me because you mentioned violin and all of these other options. What made you go guitar, please? Um, I can't really remember because I started mm -hmm. playing like a little bit when I was eight or nine. Right. And I think I just, I just saw someone playing probably. And I can't, I don't really know when someone asks me that question. <laughs> I feel like, mm, I don't know, actually. I just like the yeah. instrument. I don't know. It's no yeah, I don't think there is like a particular reason, if that makes sense. Yeah, I hear you. Sometimes you just, it becomes a part of your memory that you can't really remember not having. It's just a part of, a yeah. part of you. But where did you, where did you learn? Did you have tutors at school or was it more self-taught at home? Uh, was a bit of both really, because I first had a teacher was like a very small music school right next to my house when I was a kid. So I had like few lessons there. Um, then I got a bit bored because it was more, I don't know, I just didn't have a great feeling with the teacher, I guess. Um, so yeah. I kept going, but yeah, I kept going, but just mm. like learning things, you know, picking up some stuff from books mm. or from records or whatever, because I was a young kid and wasn't really well, internet wasn't what it is now. So, yeah. um, and then, yeah, I had other lessons and I ended up going to the conservatoire and like kind of studying properly, kind of properly. Oh, which conservatoire did you go to? Uh, so I went, uh, at first I went in my hometown and mm. then I moved to Lyon, which is a bigger city in mm. France. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I went to the conservatoire over there. And I also studied for one year in London, actually. Um, oh, where? That's something called Tech Music School, but doesn't exist anymore since right. uh, it just changed name and became like a very big school. I think now it's BIM or something BIM, like that. BIM, I think. Yeah. Got yeah. Yeah. Now they're absolutely everywhere in like Brighton and. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's so interesting. You see, when you're opposite each other in the rehearsal room, you never get the time to dive into all of these questions. I had no idea, but it makes sense with your playing. And now, because I did a little bit of a search um, before, you're teaching a bit on your YouTube channel. Did oh, I get that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I did watch a few of them, like the Neo Soul one, because I'm trying to learn how to play. I couldn't understand everything because you speak so like beautifully in French. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, she said avec. OK, that's again or something. Is it again? No, uh, with, with, with. with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. No worries. It's not the <laughs> language, is it? So. But <laughs> oh, I was trying to make a point there and I completely shot myself in the foot. But <laughs> I could point out a couple of words, but um, it was more your playing and just the way that you speak was very calm, 
very slow, especially when just slowly showing the arpeggiated or just like the slow versions of what you were trying to demonstrate. So yeah, I try to I try to be as clear as possible when I do those kind of um, tutorial videos. Mm, what drew you towards starting a YouTube channel? Well, uh, <laughs> the pandemic really. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The big P word. Yes. Yeah. Were you teaching in person and then thought, I want to create an online platform? Actually, I wasn't anymore. Uh, I used to, I used to teach like in a music school a few years ago. Uh, but then I just started gigging more and more. So I, yeah, I wouldn't have the time to teach anymore. But since I'm not gigging anymore, <laughs> I got some more time to teach. So basically that's, yeah, what happened. Awesome. Well, I know exactly what I need to do is I need to combine my my um, desire to learn how to play guitar with my desire to get better at French and properly learn that avec <laughs> it means with and not again. Bloody hell. <laughs> and then I'll be watching every one of those music, um, every one of your videos with no with no problem. <laughs> well, maybe I could um, put some subtitles. Maybe that will help. Oh. Don't you make me cry. That would be really, really helpful. For <laughs> I try. I try. But that brings me to another question when it comes to starting guitar in a, for anyone listening who has their guitar and they're like, I really want to learn. Um, but how do I, how do I get started? For me, I've had to quickly realize that the journey to learning anything is not linear so it's not going to be okay step one this 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 step two this 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 it, it it's become for me anyway a collection of youtube videos find some people that i'm inspired by find some tunes i like to play get good at those tunes but then come back to you know it's it's all a weird experience of two steps forward, maybe one step back. And I would love to know your approach to, yeah, what would you tell anyone that's like, I want to pick it up, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> I will probably advise to pick up another instrument because guitar is so hard. No! <laughs> no only joking. No, I think uh, maybe, but it's probably the same with singing or anything else. Mm. You need to focus on one thing at the time I will say mm. um, and I don't think guitar is the easiest instrument so you really need to understand um, I will say yeah maybe take the time to learn chord shapes and understand like um, mm -hmm. what the notes are and the intervals on the instrument I guess that's mm -hmm. something that most people don't do at first when they pick up the guitar mm -hmm. and I think that's probably one of the most important thing to to get started with really that's some really really good advice because even in my experience once you have a bit of jazz theory <clears throat> like I've gone straight to okay know the chord shapes from major minor dominant half diminished and diminished so I know I'm speaking in algebra for anybody that it doesn't do jazz theory but those the, those are kind of the five main chords that are present in e almost every jazz standard written but you, listening to your advice which is very helpful um knowing the intervals that each of the fingers are actually playing or the um being able to arpeggiate each of those chords to open it up into being able to solo I think that that's a really good grounding 
So yeah, thank you for that advice. <laughs> You're welcome. I've got some work to do. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you a bit more about your specific influences. Uh, you mentioned it was the people around you that you uh, listened to and thought, okay, I want to pick up on what they're putting down. But when it comes to records, who, who, who did you put on? And equally, who would you put on now to ignite your passion for guitar? Mm. So one of my heroes is definitely Wes Montgomery. Mm. Um, so, yeah, because he's probably one of the most um, talented jazz player, I think, guitar player of all time, really. Mm -hmm. um, but like talking of um, people who are still alive, <laughs> I've read this guy called Isaiah Sharkey. He's an American guy. He's, he's quite young. He's probably like 32, something. Right. And he has been around for a while and he's just... Um, it's just got this thing like a mix of gospel because it comes from this background of gospel music. So gospel music mixed with jazz and with some more modern approaches like um, more neo-soul and R&B things. So I can totally hear those influences in your playing, especially the gospel. It's just there's a brightness to the chords that that that. I, I can hear in or I think I can hear <laughs> in the guitarists that have an appreciation for gospel music so let me I've got my pen in my hand and because I've never heard of this fabulous player before I want to make sure I've got it right Isaiah, Isaiah Sharkey yeah that's right boom okay I some people are going to be listening being like Sharice how can you not know who that is? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's big, but just big in the small guitar world, if that makes sense. So he's not like big right. as Lady Gaga. I mean, mm, mm. who else is? Oh <laughs> yeah. gosh. But that's really lovely to know. I think in the past you've referred to Emily Remler, a great guitarist who was kind of more in the 70s. What, what do you know of her work? And um, She's just one of the only female jazz guitar player who got quite famous, I will say. Um, mm. she, she just played her own stuff and also was, she was a ses session player for quite a few artists that I won't remember the name of right now, but um, mm -hmm. she, she was just like... I guess for this period of time as well, she was a very advanced player and mm. she had like a quite incredible technique and stuff. And she was a woman, which is, um, yeah, that just isn't that many jazz guitar player. Uh, I mean, female jazz guitar players. So, um, yeah. So just in that way is, yeah, because she was um, representing something that hadn't been represented in to that level before in yeah. female guitar players she's quite inspirational and I listened a bit to um east to west so I've I've I guess she's played she's um it's a dedication to West Montgomery that album yeah probably yeah I was like if it's not then I have completely missed the boat but no, <laughs> um, no, I think you're right I think you're right yeah she's a really really amazing um inspirational player and there was someone else that you mentioned well, has been mentioned in the past, um, Melanie Fay. Yeah, so um, this one, she's incredible. She's super young, like uh, I think she's 23. Uh, mm -hmm. She's a, an American 
um, player and she's doing basically this kind of neo soul thing with element of jazz because um, from my perspective neo soul and those type of more modern uh, way of playing are very much influenced by jazz anyway so I don't really separate them if that makes sense no, I hate so this girl she's just like really taste tasty tasteful how do you say in her I position. think any of those vo- tasty tasteful yes taste tasteless ta- no I think the first two <laughs> um yeah I agree with that descriptive word yeah so very um you can tell that she knows almost all the chords there are to know but she's very selective with the ones that she chooses exactly she's she's all about like making things sounds beautiful and not about like showing off yeah and that's very hard to do in a in in the jazzy space sometimes when yeah. it, it takes a lot of effort to learn these things you know so, so I, I don't I don't know sometimes I feel like it's like oh I've learned it ah, I want everyone to hear it and that's not always the point yeah no but it's hard because you spend so much time studying and learning those really complicated stuff and then you shouldn't really play them <laughs> so mm. it's like... <laughs> no I totally hear that you know who she reminds me of no Shirley Oh, right. Yeah. Just in the very, very chilled vibe. Shirley Tete is um, a friend of both of us. And we're in. I actually never met her, to be honest. <gasps> really? No, I know of her for like years and years, but I never met her, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, that I can't wait for that to happen. Um, you're both so great in, in different ways on the same instrument. Yeah, Shirley Tete is a. Uh, a great guitarist I grew up with uh, musically speaking anyway um, and she is now doing her own thing through a project Nade Day where she's singing as well and it's kind of left field pop she's just one of the many many women in our community that are killing it just doing their own thing is there anyone else that you feel from the UK jazz scene is doing stuff that's exciting you well so many people to be honest um Mm, mm. so i don't know if i pronounce it right but this band kokoroko is that right i think that's it yeah yeah Yeah. you got it right yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it's it's a bit more like um afrobeat stuff but uh with like elements of jazz again with like um the way they improvise and stuff um, mm. Yeah, I, I discovered that band quite a few years ago now, um, and yeah, I was shocked. I was like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, they are just killing it. I think I'll let the listeners in on um, the community that we come from and why we're so privileged to know so many fabulous people. We're from Tomorrow's Warriors, right? Do you want to do you want to tell tell them tell them a bit more about it? I feel like I could talk forever. But yeah, what's tomorrow's warriors for you? Um, wow, that's quite a <laughs> thing to be honest. Because uh, when did I get to know Gary? I think it was probably two years and a half ago now, um, and that was just so randomly because I came to the UK a bit more than like three years and a half or four years ago, something like that, and. Um, 
took me a while before actually getting to meet Gary. And right. I think I just went right. to a jam night or something uh, related to right. Tomorrow's Riot. And, um, and Gary Crosby is the um, CEO and leader um, of Tomorrow's Warriors along with his partner Janine Irons so Gary kind of was the one that introduced you to everything I'm yeah guessing. because he just saw me I was walking around with carrying my guitar and he started talking to me and I remember that mm. day I was really depressed and I was like maybe I should move back to France and just do something else because I can't fucking mm. play sorry I shouldn't have said that <laughs> <laughs> no I hear you at every jam session there are those moments when you any musician I've had this I get off stage and I'm like what am I doing with my life <laughs> and I didn't even like, go on stage that night I was just yeah. you know I don't know and yeah that's actually what happened and he was like yeah just send me an email and come over and stuff and that's how everything started and then it got me to yeah to play with just Jamaica and yeah it was, awesome. to be honest, he's one of the most important person I met um, since I moved to London. So Wow. He's and I'm really grateful, named, to be honest. Yeah, oh, he, he, he's, he's since been named the, the um, godfather of British jazz. So I think there was something, it, it was meant to be, Sonia. You were meant to meet him on that night when you were feeling low. I think he, he found you. Yeah, um, I guess so, to be honest. Yeah. And it, Jazz Jamaica is just one of the many bands that uh, Tomorrow's Warriors has. They have a female front line, uh, which is one of the projects that a lot of the musicians we've come to respect come have come out of and blossomed out of. Mm. Um, and the people in Coco Roco that you mentioned, oh gosh, let's list some of the names. Um, you start. <laughs> oh no, I'm terrible <laughs> at names now. <laughs> Um, I'm just joking. There's uh, Sheila Maurice Gray. There is Cassie Kenoshi. Yeah. And we've all come out of Tomorrow's Warriors together. Is there anyone kind of outside of London, any bands or anything like that, that, that are inspiring you from the UK at the moment? Yeah. I mean, there's it's lots like I really like uh, Tom Mish. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not actually jazz again, but uh, I mm -hmm. find this kind of vibe of uh, this element of jazz, let's call it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I really like this piano player called Alpha Mist, if I'm right. Alpha Mist, yeah, yeah, he's great, right? And they're that you can see from social media, they look like they're very close friends. Yeah, yeah, I guess they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, what else? Just, just so many. You know, when there's just too many things that you can't even remember any of them. Yeah, it's a great position to yeah. be in, and it's a bit of a hmm. How? do you feel there's what do you feel the difference is between the scene here and the one that you left in France because then I'm, I'm supposed there must be a reason why you thought okay the UK that's for me right or mm, yeah or why you thought you know what I might want to go back <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so yeah I think the main difference um I don't know if I should say that but I'm gonna say it anyway um, people are way more friendly in right. the jazz scene in the UK. Well, I guess in London, because I mostly know London, really. Mm -hmm. But um, in France or in Paris, it's great as well. There is like great players and stuff, but it's just, uh, it's really hard to get into the scene if no one actually knows you. Right. And, you know, to know people, you need to get to know them. And if they don't let you, 
uh, know them, then you're a bit stuck and you can't really do anything. So it's a big barrier to entry that, isn't it? It's the, once you're in, you're in and that's how nepotism works. But if, if you're, if you're out, then it's trying to figure out a way of proving yourself. I'm sorry. That was the situation. No, that's all right. (laughs) Yeah. You can even get, you can get it here as well sometimes, but I think, um, there are people like Gary around, right. That kind of scoop us under and protect us a little bit. Yeah, and just people in general, I find them way more open to get to know you and to get to know what you're capable of doing or, you mm. know, it's mm. just, I think it's just in the mentality. It's just two different countries, really. And I'm not saying that France sucks, but in a way, it does a bit. <laughs> no, yeah, there, is, there are definitely things that France has that balances it out that um that we don't have here like you were saying before the gypsy jazz scene yeah. no one can touch no one can touch what's being done in France there is there anything else that you think France or like or, or any other artists that you're that you're seeing come out of France that um are inspiring you there is definitely some really nice uh jazz project as well I don't know if you know this trumpet player called uh Ibrahim Malouf Ibrahim Malouf no but my pen is clicking <laughs> And I'm writing, writing them down. Ibrahim Okay. So yeah, he's uh, doing this thing of mixing jazz with some other stuff, and he's using like a oh, how does it call? So basically, you got three what it's called bottoms on a on a trumpet, right? I don't know what it's called. I don't know the right word for it. That, is and, it the, the bell? No. Which bit are you describing? Uh, okay, when you go your trumpet, you got three mm. things that you push. Oh, I know what you're talking about, and all I can call them is the noodles, the valves. Yeah. So basically, instead of three, he's got four. So that kind of allows him to reach some other way of playing and other um, sounds, really. So he's mixing some arabic music with some rock pop influence and all that into jazz and i find it quite quite oh my gosh that is inspiring yeah arabic music mixed with rock and oh my gosh so he's yeah he's definitely one of the inspiring guy at the moment in france i will say well there is many others obviously but yeah okay yeah um, so I was just rubbing my hands together like Ooh, my my um my Spotify is going to be buzzing after this. Um, how does being a woman affect your career or does it at all for you? Because um, this being a kind of women in jazz take us just wanting to understand the world through your lens. Mm. Um, yeah, I I don't really know because, of course, there is like uh there isn't that many jazz guitar player who are females players, but I feel like whenever there is uh, someone uh, making me feel like, oh, you can't do that or you shouldn't be doing that because mm-hmm. you're a girl, I just don't really care. And I just feel like, uh, yeah, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. So I, I, I never really felt any kind of negative um, what do I want to say? Um, Vibe. Or, yeah, 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 basically. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know there is some, and I know sometimes there is people being a bit like, 
they just won't really believe in you at first mm. because I don't know, they think you're a girl so you can play, you can't play. Um, but I, I just... I just don't care, I guess. I just really don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I like playing. And I know some people uh, like to play with me. So I guess, I don't know. It's probably intriguing for some people, but mm. it can be in a good way, if that makes sense. I completely get you. I get where you're coming from. And I can see that from knowing you. It's very, you seem very like focused and focused on what what matters. And that's um, playing the music. Mm. And um all it all it really takes is for you to sit in the room and start playing your guitar for people to know that you deserve to be there and no no weird vibes would 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 come I'm happy to say that I'm happy to hear sorry that you haven't experienced any vibiness um, or let any vibiness affect your trajectory when it comes to your art and your career um yeah, I guess you have to be strong, like, you know how it's like to have a career, to pursue a career into music. Uh, it, yeah, whether it's jazz or another style of music, you just need to be focused and uh, to be strong. Mm. I guess you experience that as well. It's like sometimes you just need to be strong and keep going. So I think that, yeah, you have a really nice focus to what you want to achieve and who you want to play with. And um, that's very, very, very inspiring. I wanted to ask, what are you up to when it comes to your own playing? Um, where are you? Where is your focus right now? Um, are you writing or playing with other bands? And Well, I'm not really playing with anyone just, you know, because of the, the virus. The P word. Don't yeah. yeah. But um, actually, I tried to turn that thing into like an opportunity to take the time to write my own stuff which as I wanted to do since a while but uh, I find it really scary and I always played like you know for other people so uh, when it comes to create your own stuff and put it out there you feel like well at least I felt like mm. uh, I wouldn't be able to do it and I was just uh, terrified really uh, but yeah, for the last year, because yeah, it's going to be almost a year now since, um, yeah, since this thing mm. <laughs> started, uh, yeah, just like wrote an entire EP. Uh, Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> you're saying you're scared and the part of me is like, oh, she's going to work through that. And then it's going to be out and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet, but let's see. I think I'm going to release it in probably next month or April or somewhere around there, like early springtime. Oh my gosh. What about I am so music, by the way? Oh, I this ain't about me. Doing it. Oh, so, don't try and switch the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very kind. Yeah, I've got some music coming out, but you know what? The reason why I'm so excited about yours is because for, for me and any other listener who's basic to beginner on guitar, even if you were playing the most simple song, it would be so in inspiring because your technique, your level of technique and your um, just the way that you play a melody with the intonations that you've learned and have just become habitual. It's just, it's so inspiring already. So just know you don't have to do much for people's jaws to drop <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. Even if you have any fear, um, 
oh i'm so excited okay okay um sorry to embarrass you my voice has gone all squeaky <laughs> all right that's fine well i think i've fully run out of questions to ask you but i bet once i see you after in the after time after the p word has ended i'm just going to pick your brain even more <laughs> i just wanted to again say because it would be too embarrassing in person how amazing you are and how excited I am for where your career is going to go um it was really really interesting to learn how much studying you've done in the past even though I could hear it in your playing and I'm so 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 excited for what you're going to bring to the UK jazz scene through your art oh thank you so much I'm gonna try my best <laughs> yeah whoop whoop so now's the time to plug you've got an ep that you're working on and people should keep their ears to the ground where can they find you um okay so the best way is probably on instagram mm -hmm. uh, what is my name on instagram i guess it's sonia underscore on guitar um yeah so i'm gonna put put up some like um news about the upcoming ep Awesome. And we've got to plug your um, YouTube channel. Sorry, I'm there clapping behind. You'll probably hear that. I'm like, you've got to plug this. <laughs> um, what's your YouTube channel called? I think it's the same name, actually. But since it's in French, um, yeah. Well, if some people want to learn guitar and French at the same time, I guess, let's can have a look. Yeah, I was going to say, don't do the, don't, us Brits need to get better at learning other languages. So keep it French, I say, and then I will say with in French. I'll pick up when you say more than just avec um, in the future. Um, awesome. It's been such a, such a, such a pleasure to talk to you. Another woman in this industry, but just another amazing musician. And I want to thank um, Colette for giving us this time and space to talk about jazz and um i'm sending you lots of love colette it's been an absolute pleasure yeah thank you so much it was a pleasure thank you sisters in the shadows was presented by me sharice adams burnett and this is a pod people production that rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> I'd like to give my thanks to Jacob Trappett and Mike Hansen for all of your production support. And thank you, especially to Colette, for asking me to do this.